Hello and welcome to the Embrace Your Destiny podcast. My name is Sandra Dawes and I'm your host. And if you're new to the Embrace Your Destiny podcast, this podcast is all about sharing the stories of women who have been through a significant experience in their life and it has brought them to where they are today and they're going to share the lessons they've learned as well as offer advice to anyone who may be going through something similar in their own life. And today, my guest is Lucy Smith, and Lucy is a personal development coach. And after facing many struggles a few years back with her own mindset, including anxiety, fears, and limiting beliefs, she now loves supporting women on their own journey to improving their life through personal development. Welcome, Lucy. Hi, thank you for having me. So Lucy, why don't we jump straight into the piece of your journey that you'd like to share with our listeners today? Yeah, so my journey began when I was in school. And I was always very shy and didn't have many friends and struggled in social situations. And I just thought that that was completely normal, that um, every girl was shy or sometimes it was okay to feel that you um, couldn't talk to other people and that I lacked confidence and that that was just completely normal. So I went through school just accepting that that was who I am. And it wasn't until I left school and I was in my late teens that it began to develop into something a little bit more and it started having a negative impact on my work life. So I'd struggle to go to work. I'd have a lack of confidence in my ability at work and it just, it it affected me in my sport as well that I play, I play bowls Um, and it really started to have a negative impact on my performance there as well. And I started just feeling really down and upset and not, not knowing why. And the, the day came when I finally sought advice when I was actually in my 20s by then and I had a complete meltdown in the supermarket just because my sister had left me in an aisle on my own and that was when I realized this isn't okay this isn't normal and I do need to get some help about this because I can't continue living feeling this way with this much lack of confidence and feeling this much anxiety which I didn't realize at the time was anxiety Um, and I just realized then I couldn't go on like that and something had to change. Right and so what kind of help did you get? So I phoned the doctors while crying hysterically in my car um, wondering how on earth I was even going to drive home because I also had a fear of driving alone Um, And my sister had, um, I completely understand now, but at the time I didn't understand. She'd completely panicked at my reaction and my meltdown, didn't know how to handle it and had left me there on my own. Oh dear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I'm sure it it probably freaked her out as well because she didn't have the tools to, to help you. Yeah, exactly. So I knew that I had to get some other help because my family didn't know how to handle it. I didn't know how to handle it. I had no idea that personal development or anything in that kind of form even existed. So I just thought the only thing I can do is ring the doctors, make an appointment and see what's wrong with me, basically. Right. And so what kind of help did they offer? So the doctor um, actually said something that wasn't very helpful at the time, but now I completely understand what he meant by it. And when he started asking me all the questions about Um, is there anything that's going on in your work that's making this happen is there anything on going on in your friendships in your relationships with your family and all the answers were always no there wasn't anything directly making me feel upset and his response to me was 
well, the problem is you. Oh, nice. And Thank you. Know, yeah. <laughs> so as you can imagine, a girl who has no idea what anxiety is, who's just crying to a doctor about how she feels that she has no confidence. She's crying for no reason. She doesn't know how to stop crying. She doesn't know how to express feelings or anything like that. And for a doctor to, re- to turn around and say, the problem's you, which now I do understand he meant there was nothing wrong in my life. And it was my perception of my life and my mindset of my life that was the reason that I was I was down. So I do understand what he means. Right. It was just the uh, bedside manner that was lacking. <laughs> yes. But luckily he referred me to a counsellor who was a lot more understanding. So um the counsellor recommended a book for me on mindfulness, which ironically I've never read because at the time it's about a 500 page book and I had no idea what mindfulness was. So obviously that was quite overwhelming for me, my first <laughs> um, introduction to personal development, but I did pursue my own personal development research from that and came across a load of other books and podcasts and resources that I used since then. Is there any resource that really stuck out that really sort of, I guess, provided you with that aha moment or tools to help you cope in a meaningful way? Yeah, definitely. So for anxiety, it was the book, The Anxiety Solution. And it's completely full of resources and tools and activities and just everything you need to know, basically, to manage your anxiety. So that was the one that helped me help with anxiety. And then to build my confidence, it was the book Confidence by Katie Piper that gave me all the tools and resources I needed to build my confidence. And I just started slowly adding them into my routine. I added them one one or two at a time because I didn't want to overwhelm myself with a huge amount of resources and tools and activities to start using. So I just slowly added them into my life. And then from there, I, I've just learned how to manage my anxiety and and to build my confidence to where it is today. Obviously, a few years ago, there's no way I would have even been doing this podcast or doing the business that I've got. So it's massively helped me with my confidence and anxiety. Yeah, it's amazing what a difference having the right tools can make to your life, right? Because I think that, well, like you said, there was a time where you didn't even know or have awareness of the fact that you had these issues with anxiety. You just thought that that was your normal state of being. And I think that that can that can be the reality for so many of us, that we have these struggles, but we think that they're normal and um, that they're just a given and that it's you just have to live with it but when you um when you connect with the right people or connect with the right resources and find that you can actually work through it and be more productive or maneuver through life in a more effective way or, or with more confidence that that is um such a breakthrough and such a realization to have yeah definitely I'm just so glad that I had that realization and I think the biggest thing that all of your listeners could take away from this is that you can have that realization and you can make that change. And however you're feeling now, it it doesn't matter how you're feeling. And if, if it happens every day and if you feel you can't change it, you definitely can. And there's something out there for you that will help you change that. Yeah, exactly. And um, would you say that that's the biggest lesson that you've learned out of this experience? Yeah, definitely. I'd say the biggest lesson is just being open 
like just being open to personal development and and have that open mindset to want to change because it's quite easy to slip into like you say just thinking it's normal when it's everyday life and you're stuck with it forever but that's quite a fixed mindset to have really and you just got to be open to knowing that you can change the way you're feeling yeah I think that um sometimes you know that discomfort that we have or those like that meltdown that you had in the supermarket those happen to get to give us that wake-up call that something needs to change right because I think that when you get too comfortable with even the things that make us uncomfortable (laughs) or you're comfortably uncomfortable that um that yeah you can get stuck in this trap of thinking that this is just how things are and there's nothing that you can do to change it but when you when you get fed up with that feeling when you realize that this is not the way you don't want to continue to live your life in that way and you start to seek out different ways of doing things that that's when life really starts to change in a in a really meaningful way, in a positive way, for sure. Yeah, definitely. I think in a way, it's, I'm almost grateful for that meltdown that day because like you say, it did make me realise that it's not okay. And and I'm, I am grateful for it now, for making me realise that and for, giving, for it to push me on to, to become what, who I have today. Yeah, and I think that sometimes you have to go through what some authors talk about as your dark night of the soul, right? Where you sort of hit your rock bottom, whatever that looks like. And, um, and that's the, the shakeup that you need to, to change your life in a, in a positive way or shift the direction that it was headed in. Because like you said, now you're able to put yourself out there in ways that you probably never would have imagined yeah, definitely. five or 10 years ago. Yeah, exactly. Like, if, yeah, well, back, back in school, I wouldn't even... Um, I don't know if you remember from if it was the same in your school days, but in mine, we used to obviously have to say yes to the register. And we also did this thing called a reading snake where you went round the classroom and you had to read between anything between a sentence and a page of a book. <laughs> and I used to dread it getting to me. And I'd even like make excuses to leave the room or bake a coffin fit or literally anything possible to get out of it because I didn't have the confidence to to say a sentence like sometimes it was five or six words and it just amazes me that I had that little self-belief that I couldn't read five or six words in front of a classroom full of people and now I feel like I could stand up on stage and talk to thousands so it just it, it, it amazes me the change that personal development has made to my life yeah and I think that that's it all comes back to yeah being aware of where you're at and knowing that this isn't where you want to be and um, taking decisive action to do something about it. So I think that a lot of times we can want to change, but we're not willing to do the things we really need to do to make those changes because it's going to push us outside of our comfort zone and um, challenge us to do things that we never imagined we would. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Lucy, what advice would you give to somebody who's going through something similar in their own life, who's struggling with anxiety and um, low self-esteem and self-confidence and really, you know, keeping themselves playing small and not really stepping into their greatness, really? So I would say for anxiety, the best thing that you can do is to talk to somebody about it. So obviously I got Um, professional help which I do really recommend if you feel like it is completely out of your control Um, I do recommend starting there just because they can give you 
the support that you need and they're aware of it then so if you ever do need their support they're always there for you but even if it's just a family member or a friend or me for example I have loads of um friends and and potential clients and clients that message me because they feel like they just need to talk to somebody and maybe their family doesn't understand or they don't want to talk to someone that's too close to them um, but it's just so important to get it all off your chest and not bottle it up yourself because I always think of it as like a Coke bottle. If you if you have all of that going on inside of you and it's bubbling up and like say, for example, you've shaken the bottle and then you open it, it's all going to explode everywhere. And that's how I feel about anxiety. If If you don't let it out, eventually it's going to explode out. But if you open the bottle gradually and just let a little bit out of it, little bit of the gas out at a time and you do the same with your words and how you're feeling then you won't have that explosion because you'll be letting it out gradually as you need to and you'll be getting it off your chest and it will just feel so much better yeah most definitely lucy is there something that's still on your list to do that you haven't done yet something that's really going to be a massive leap outside your comfort zone um, yeah, I would probably say the only thing is public speaking, but I, I do really want to do it. So it's something I know I'll definitely do. Um, I am currently considering um, contacting my old secondary school um, and offering a, a talk to their students, which obviously is going to be huge for me because last time I was at that school, I was a mess, to be quite honest. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be lovely to go back there. Um, but yeah, that is probably the only thing. Obviously, I do podcasts. I'm really comfortable with live video and YouTube. So I've obviously stepped outside my comfort zone so much already with all of those. And I, yeah, I think the final thing to push myself even further would be public speaking. Yeah, which is, you know, people say that it's one of most people's greatest fears, right? aside from death, is <laughs> public speaking. So yeah, that's definitely, for me, that was huge, that that whole idea of being in front of even 10 people at one point <laughs> was a big deal for me because, uh, yeah, there's the nervousness, there's the, will I have anything important to say or meaningful to say? Will I even make sense? Like all of those crazy thoughts go through your head, but you realize once you get it done, that it's not as big a deal as we create it in our minds to be sometimes. And I think that that's probably been my my biggest thing is that I am the biggest worst case scenario thinker. <laughs> and um, I can create all kinds of crazy what ifs in my mind, but it's never as serious as I've created it in my head to be. And I think that that's been my biggest realization when I have you know, those moments of anxiety or fear about doing something is that, yeah, the the mind is an incredible thing and it can create all kinds of wild and crazy possibilities. But um, the chances of them actually happening are usually slim to none. Yeah, exactly. I think that's quite common, isn't it, for a lot of people to think about what's the worst thing that could happen. But that's, yeah, that's something that I struggle with. But what I tend to try and do is think about like what's the best thing that could happen. What about if, um, like this podcast, for example, the worst thing that could happen is that I mess up my words, that I 
um, I don't know, maybe even cry at my story and get a bit emotional. But what's the best thing that could happen? One person could be listening and this could encourage them to get the support that they need and to make that change in their life. So I always think for me, the positive massively outweighs the negative. So I always try to focus on that. And then that gets me through it when I'm pushing myself outside my comfort zone and trying new things. Yeah. And I think that that's actually what I encourage my clients to do as well is to, instead of, you know, asking yourself what if and thinking about worst case scenario, think about all the amazing things that could happen instead, like really shift that perspective. Because I think that when you're able to to shift your perspective and stop focusing so much on the negative and really start to think about all the amazing possibilities that could happen instead, that it um, it definitely serves us better <laughs> than than being or being in that negative mindset so much. Yeah, definitely. Lucy, do you have any other words of wisdom that you want to share with the listeners today? Yeah, so the only other thing that there is to say, I suppose, about my journey and, and how I've come to ha- where I am today is that um, the way that I've added all of the personal development into my day and into my life is in my morning. So I highly recommend that you do it as soon as you wake up because it gets you in that right frame of mind for the day. I do have a few um, friends and and clients that like to do it in the evening because they have more time um, and they find it just as valuable. But for me, the morning just gets me started in the right day and in the right frame of mind for the day. And it involves things like reading a personal development book. Um, I like to read at least five pages every morning, listening to podcasts, some time for meditation, visualization and journaling. So that is how I start every day as well as exercise. Um, so yeah, that's the habits that I've currently got in my morning routine. And I add to it as and when I want to, if I'm not enjoying something, then I change it and I just keep it really open um, and just go with what feels good to me really and what makes me feel happy. Yeah, I think it's so important to have daily routines that support that positive mindset that allow you to really be at your best Because, you know, things are going to happen, right? You can have bumps along the way and that sort of thing. But when you you start the day off with that positive mindset, then those challenges and obstacles that are an inevitable part of the journey are that much easier to deal with, right? Because if you start the day off on a negative note and then something bad happens, then it's almost like a downward spiral starts to happen. So... I think for me, I, I would agree with you that it's very important to to start the day off on on a positive note yeah. and do things that really support your your growth and um, yeah and development. Yes, definitely. Yeah, it's just about starting it feeling positive, even if it's just a few minutes. Think about what you're grateful for, or just writing down your thoughts and feelings to get them off your chest. Even just something as small as that, and spending five minutes can make a huge impact the rest of your day yeah I was watching the movie Emotion have you heard of that movie it's um on Gaia and it was interesting because they started and ended the movie with this thought of this man who was talking to his wife on his deathbed and he's like you know there's just one thing I want you to know before I go and he says that when you wake up in the morning know that you have everything that you need and I love that thought because I think that so much, so many times you wake up and you think about all the things you have to do or all the things that are on your list that you haven't done and that sort of thing. But, you know, 
we really do have everything we need. And all of that material stuff is just sort of gravy or a bonus. But I think that when we, you know, overwhelm ourselves with all the things that we ought to do or should or could do, that um, I think that that helps contribute to that anxiety. Because I think, especially in, in these times where, you know, everybody's on social media and they're creating these illusions of a lifestyle that may or may not be their true reality, that you can feel like you have to catch up or keep up and um i think that it's important to to know that every you have everything you need and i think that that was probably what that first doctor you were speaking to meant as well is that you know it's not that you're the problem but yeah the answers that you're looking for within yourself and you just have to to tap into them yeah definitely yeah i love that quote that's lovely i might get that printed and put it up somewhere in my room i like that yeah it's um yeah, I've decided for 2019 to make more use of my Gaia subscription. So instead of watching mindless television, I'm going to watch movies and stuff that contribute to my personal development. <laughs> what do you think of it as a subscription channel? Because I've looked into it, but I'm not sure what I think of it yet. So is it is it worth it? I think it's worth it because it's a nice mix of, you know, doing, there's yoga, there's meditation, and then there's the movies and documentaries. So I, I think it's a worthwhile investment. It's sort of like a, a spiritual Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Oh, perfect. I'm going to have another look into it then. Cause yeah, I did have a quick look and I, I wasn't sure cause I'm not massively spiritual, but I do like meditation and obviously I am into personal development. So I feel like it would be, would be something that I would enjoy. Yeah, I think so. And they, yeah, and some of them are like hour long movies and things like that. And some of them are really short, like five minutes, seven minute type things. So enough to fit any kind of schedule. Oh, amazing. I'll have a look into that. Um, Lucy, any other final thoughts that you want to share? No, I think that's everything. Just that I hope that, that this inspires everyone to be open to change and to look for the support that they need in whatever form that is. Yeah, I think that that's really important because you don't have to do it on your own. And um, asking for help is definitely not a sign of weakness, no matter what you might think. No. Lucy, thank you so much for sharing your journey and for sharing the wisdom and even the uh, daily routine that you use, because I think that will be really helpful to listeners who may be struggling with anxiety or just looking to start their day on a more positive note and um for the listeners you can check back in the show notes and find different ways to connect with lucy her website and social media handles will be in the show notes so you can connect with her and learn more about her and what she's up to and um again lucy thank you so much for your time and to listeners thank you for listening and we will see you next week